Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Nakama Podcast. I am your host, Sal, or if you know me from the streets, Big Dick Sal, and this is my co-host, Cruz. And the uh, Nakama Podcast, to let you all know, is a podcast all about anime, anime-related things, uh, games, movies, conventions, manga. different stuff like that. Manga. That's a big one. That's yeah. the second big I didn't remember that one, but yeah, there's that one. So... Uh, today, we're going to be talking about how we got into anime. We want to make sure that you guys know where we're coming from when we talk about this stuff. So, Sal. Yes. How'd you get into anime? I got into anime back when I was like seven or eight, somewhere around the age, whenever Toonami was a thing. And I would sit there and, you know, try to watch my anime before my dad got home to yell at me for not picking up the stuff in the living room. Because that'd be my chore to do when I got home is... Get home, do your homework, clean up the living room. And now just like, nah, screw that noise. I'm just going to watch me some DBZ, watching dudes punching dudes, just like everyone else. Then pretty much from there, just I stopped watching anime for a long time. Then I started getting into One Piece. And then I guess from there, that's just kept my interest the whole time. There's more dudes punching dudes. I like some slice of life anime. But not too much. And in case you don't know what slice of life slice of life is, it's just those animes that just make you feel good when you sit there watch. You know, some dude got home, worked, played some video games. That's it. That was that's it. You know, it just makes you feel good. Like goddamn, good thing I'm alive. Kind of animes. Then other than that, um, horror stuff, anything bloody, gruesome. You know, just limbs coming off, dicks flying everywhere. I also enjoy to watch as well, just more for the fact that that shit's not real. You know, no one's getting hurt. These these fictional characters are getting hurt, but no one in real life, because I don't want to see that shit in real life. And that's pretty much how I got into Anime Cruise. I mean, that's, that's you know, pretty standard for, for me, I think, as well, because, like, I got into anime just off of Toonami also, <laughs> Um like, my dad was super into anime growing up. That's the reason why I got into it. He was the one that was watching Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, fucking Yu Yu Hakusho and all that stuff. And so, like, I didn't have to sneak around and, and try to watch it before my parents got home or anything. Uh, you know, I, I'd get home and I'd have to do my homework and then I'd have to do my cleaning. But uh, if it was time for, you know, uh, a specific show to be on... Then, like, my dad would be like, hey, it's on. Come over here. Fucking chill. Like, you can stop what you're watching. It's his father. You can stop what you're doing. Yeah, we can we can, we can, can watch it all together. My mom would be like, hey, he's got to do this stuff. And my dad would be like, yeah, but it's family time. And so we'd just be there watching Dragon Ball Z, watching dudes punching dudes, just hanging out as a family. And it was, it was pretty awesome. And I think that's probably why, like, to this day, the thing that I'm the most into is, like, shonen anime. What shonen if you don't know what that means, basically means like it's targeted for dudes. No, well, I think it, the the demographic is like the actual thing is like 13 year old young teenagers mm-hmm. to young adults. Yeah. That is their core audience. But which I believe I am no longer a young no, adult. Me neither. No, I am not a young adult. I am just a regular adult. You're just an old ass dude. At this but like, point. yeah, but but Shonen sort of um, unofficially tends think- to refer to also that kind of anime that is just dudes punching dudes no i think it's just like an adventure one like you you 
the reason that their audience is those young kids or younger people is just they're easier to suck get sucked into the adventure you know like oh bro i'm gonna go hang out with goku and run what's the snake trail or whatever that when they die the dragon's tail i forget what it's called whatever it is but it's been a long it, time since it, actually i think seen it's it. i think it's more just like not just dudes punching dudes but it's the adventure like you're going on the adventure with these characters i think that's what Shonen yeah, but like my apply. hero is a shonen, and that's just dudes punching dudes. No, there's that superhero stuff. Yeah, but it's not really like an adventure. They, yeah, they hang is. out at a school and punch dudes. Yeah, but they're gonna go on adventure to graduate. That's just high school. Yeah, exactly. You saying high school's an adventure? Yeah, I had an adventure. I didn't do shit in high school, and then I had to work my ass my ass off at the last. In my senior year, how was your statement? I had an adventure. I didn't do shit. <laughs> That was an adventure every day, waking up. That's and a contradiction to what an adventure is. I'm, I wake up and it's like, I wonder what I'm not going to do today. Oh, God. That's an adventure right there. <laughs> but no, like, uh, Shonen's a huge thing for me, but I also really do like uh, like the mystery stuff, uh, the horror stuff. One of my favorite anime of all time is Monster, which I don't know if you've ever seen that one, but that's about this dude who's a, uh, he's a doctor, he's a surgeon, and... Uh, um, he does surgery on a dude to save his life. And then it turns out that that guy's a serial killer. And that was one of the coolest, like just seeing that. Cause that gets set up like, you know, first episode, seeing how that plays out was just like the most fucking like intense thing for me. So like that kind of, that kind of like thriller is a, is a big thing that I'm super fucking into too. Cause like, I think it's just a thing with animation where you, like you were saying, it's not real. Um, but that also means that they can push things further than yeah, you can in live yeah. action where uh, they can, you know, do things that aren't necessarily realistic, but it's more plausible when it's a cartoon because it's like, you know, a cartoon. It kind of helps you get sucked into it a little bit more and makes those intense scenes a lot more intense. That anime is dope. You should check it out. No, yeah, because when you said monster, I thought it was that one movie about the... The two ladies talking about the uh, Charlize Theron movie. I don't know. I remember the watching Serial that. Killer. I watched that forever ago, and they're like they hook up like yeah. multiple times. Yeah, I yes. thought you were talking about that. No, not the Charlize Theron movie. That is this is an anime podcast, so it's the anime uh, that's that true. is completely unrelated Could to the Charlize Theron movie. Someone can make that an anime. I mean, I'm sure. Well, other than that, I don't know. For for the stuff that I watched growing up, but yeah, just pretty much shonen. Like I don't think Tsunami showed anything else. No. Tsunami just uh, did they did Rio Kenshin, they did Yu Yu Show, Zatch Bell. They also did um like I don't remember any kind of mystery or other than just dudes punching dudes. There was that one about I'm forgetting what it's called, but it's that anime about the kid with a baseball bat. Hitting people with a baseball bat. Oh, are you little slugger? Yeah, no, that's a movie. That's like called like Perfect Blue or something like that. No, it's not a movie. It's a yeah, show. It is. No, it was a movie. It's one hundred percent a show. No, it was called like I think it's called like Perfect Blue. And Perfect Blue is not what I'm. Perfect Blue is a thing, but it's not what I'm talking but about. But that's where the little sluggers from because that's what they refer to the kid when he's he hits the the suit like the supermodel person right and then he hits like some banker some police dude little slugger is from paranoia agent no i'm literally looking at it right now i think you got the wrong one then 
Like is a little slugger. No, I'm, I paranoia agent. Then that's what I was thinking about. Not Perfect Blue, but I think it's made by the same guy who did Perfect Blue, right? I would know. Yeah, I want to say Perfect Blue. If it's not, I was thinking about that one, but I think Perfect Blue is the one where there's like a YouTuber or something, or she's a model, and there's like that little blue character, blue dog or pink dog that follows her around with some big old eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And it has like a little body and like whenever the the character walks out, like its head was too big. So you would see it constantly like tipping over because it was top heavy. It's made by the same guy because I'm pretty sure that guy died. I, I feel like you're mixing things up here because Perfect Blue is uh, about the singer mm-hmm. who decides to quit her band. And then she becomes an actress. Yeah. And there's like a little like a uh, dog chibi thing that follows her around. It's made, I think it's made by the same guy. Hold on. The same guy that did the one that you just said, Paranoia Agent. Because I'm pretty sure you're getting things mixed up. I don't know, maybe. Because the uh, the dog is from Paranoia Agent, not Perfect Blue. Oh, damn. You're mixing up the two things. But I think it's made by the same guy. I mean, Maybe. I want to say that's that's why I'm confusing because they're made from like the same director, which I think he died. Yeah, the director Satoshi Kon, he died. Like, yeah, forever ago. Uh, yeah, like ten years ago. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah, so I think that's why I'm confusing them. He's also the guy who did Tokyo Godfathers, which was also a good movie. No, I've never seen it. Oh, that's a good one. I think I've only seen Perfect Blue, or and then that one that you just said. No, you should you should definitely watch that. That is a, uh, um, that's another thing that I like in anime is like the stylistic choices that a lot of directors go with. Um, you can do a lot more with that, with, with anime than you can with say just color grading in a movie. Uh, because Tokyo Godfathers, like the way that that movie looks is gorgeous. Is that the one with the, the chick that needs to die and there's like a dude that's following her and he like. Decides to spare her, but then his, like, boss kills him at the end. What? I don't remember which movies I watched. The anime <laughs> ones. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, um, I mean... Tokyo Godfathers is about a, uh, um... A dude who's an alcoholic and, like, a teenage girl. And... Yeah. No, a, I think a, I know what you're talking A drag queen. About. They're all homeless. No, never mind. He lost me then. Because I know there's like a dude. I think he's like a cop or a detective and he's supposed to find the girl and then he ends up finding the girl, but he has to kill her. And then at the end, he ends up getting killed too. Or no, I think he lets her go, but he tells his boss that he killed her. So the boss kills him at the end. You're kind of all over the place. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't remember which movies I watched. Oh, but no, Tokyo Godfathers is a very good movie. And, like, the art in it is gorgeous. It is just, like, some of the prettiest animation that I've seen. But, I mean, it's also the same guy who did Paprika, so it makes sense. Paprika being the one about, um, it was sort of like Inception before that movie came out, where it's like, ah, oh, it was like Dream Worlds and shit. That one was really good. That one was also gorgeous. And, like, whenever an anime comes out that has that, like, direction to it i'm like super into it there was actually an anime um this season 
that just came out like two weeks ago. I'm forgetting what it's called, but um, it's like these. It's it's this like desert environment. These all these like giant monsters. It kind of reminds me a little bit uh, art style wise of like Darling in the Franks. But um, the thing that really pulled me into that one was this scene where there are these uh, um, cities that are like mobile robot things. And there are these giant monsters all over. And this city just like turns into a fist and just like one punch KOs just this big ass monster. It was fucking cool. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. Well, well, of course I haven't have, seen it. What have you been watching or yeah. reading, considering that you're more of a manga guy? Yeah, definitely more manga uh, than anime, which may not have to start watching anime because everything that I read just ends up turning into the animes because just that's just how things work. People rather watch instead of read, which to me, just the, the pages flow a lot better in my head than it does with... Um, watching it but i know there are some ones that actually put money towards the production so it actually looks really good like demon slayer oh yeah i tried what i tried reading it and the art is just uh, the art style for it and the manga is just so weird but i've seen little clips of it on in the anime and it looks super nice so that's one that i need to actually start watching no, the the I, I just found it. The anime that I was talking about, it's an anime called Decadence. It's actually an original anime. It wasn't based off of a manga. And yeah, it's just like the the world has basically ended and there's just some people that live in like these mobile fortresses and they have to stop these giant monsters from killing off the rest of them. And it is just like the, the fucking action scenes are insane. Yeah, I like some animes like that where it's just the small group of people against, you know, unthinkable, unkillable creatures. And you see the struggle with that, like a uh, terraform wars. Like I remember when I first watched that, that was one of the ones that I like Cause it combines everything. I like dudes punching dudes, things getting ripped off. You know, there is some horror to it. Well, no dad, there is horror to it. And there's some mystery, especially I don't know where it ends in the manga or in the anime, but when I kept reading it in the manga, there is like a mystery plot to it. It slowly starts turning into a political thing where it's like, well, who who helped them out? Who helped out the cockroaches? That's, that's the one about the really swole yeah, Martian cockroaches, yeah. right? Like they've got like JoJo bodies. It's yeah, weird. It's, it's weird, but I like anime like that where it's, you know, dudes punching dudes and other shit like that. But yeah, once you get half more into the into the manga, it turns into a political thing where it's like, who helped them out? These cockroaches didn't get buff on their own. Who's sending these guys gym equipment and protein shakes to Mars? So you got to find out, like, is it is it Russia? Who made the cockroaches yeah. really swole? Is it, is it Russia, like always? Is it China? Or is it someone we never thought? Fucking Japan, you know? So it's just all, it's a United Nations thing trying to figure it out. But I ended up dropping that manga because, again, it went from dudes punching cockroaches to just, Oh no, you're the spy. And it's like, no, I'm a double spy. And it's like, but I'm a quadruple spy. Oh God. So it gets really convoluted. Yeah. And so I dropped it. Either that or maybe I was just, you know, interpreting it wrong. But after that, that's when I was like, all right, it's not cool no more because they end up coming to Earth. Yeah. They make a spaceship to come. Oh no, they 
they snuck on the spaceship, the one that was from Mars, coming to Earth. So now there's cockroaches here on Earth. They're like, oh, shit, we got to stop them from breeding and spreading all over the place. Yeah. But for other anime that I, or anime, no, yeah, anime stuff that I like, uh, you know, action, really enjoy One Piece, My Hero, Ryo Kenshin. I really like those kind of animes. Veroni Kenshin? Yeah, Ryo Kenshin. Okay. I also like uh, some mystery. Like I liked um, Another. Another was a good one, which was a little bit gruesome. I'm trying to remember which one. Another is the one with the girl with the mismatched color eyes, and they completely ignore her for like the curse to, because it, the classroom is haunted, and they got to figure out who's the ghost. So it's like, oh, okay. oh you know, who who could it be? And so everyone thinks it's one of the main characters, so they just stop acknowledging her. So, you know, they're just walking around, doing stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I remember at one point in the anime, they start just dancing in class and everyone just ignoring them and it's like bro i would have i would not have made it in that world i would have started laughing or something you're just like what the fuck are you guys doing but i do like some mystery uh stuff like that but uh mostly just a lot of the gore ones because again it's not real so it's not like someone's getting hurt because uh one of the things that i have been reading is dead tube Ooh. And that is not one I recommend anyone to. I don't even know why I'm still reading it. More for the fact that I started it. And it is somewhat interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's YouTube. If YouTube went to the extreme where you yep. got to do the most obscure thing to get views. And if you win the week, you know, you get the most views for the week. You get shit ton of money, you know, millions upon millions of monies. For you to do whatever you do, you do whatever you want with it. But the thing is, if you lose that week, like once you participate, once you're in it in the entire time until you lose. So if you end up losing that week, whatever the crimes the other people did get charged on to you. So if they blew up a house, you mm-hmm. have to pay that house. If they murdered someone, you're going to jail for that murder. So anything is up for grabs, like, you know. I think it starts off with like, <clears throat> you know, dancing videos and then someone uploads a fight. So then that starts trending and then it's like, all right, that fight wasn't that cool. Let me go stab someone. So it just people, it's playing off people's like trying to one up each other. So eventually, you know, people are showing sexual crimes against one another. Yeah. You know, and it just, it just keeps getting worse like that. And like the main character... At first, he was just like a regular kid who was just trying to record stuff. He was just likes to make movies, and then he just gets sucked into it. And that's just one that I definitely not recommend. But at the same time, I like it when it's not doing this sexual stuff where it's just like just violence, just to have violence in there. Yeah. I mean, some of the things that I don't like in anime and manga is the sexual stuff. I hate when they throw big titty girls just to have big titty girls. Like, if it makes sense, cool, but why the fuck are you fighting zombies in a bikini? Okay, you're calling me out with my with my fucking love yes. of High School of the Dead on yes. this one, huh? No, I, I fucking I, hate animes like that. Like, I don't mind it every now and then. Like, oh, cool, you know, bikini shots, that's fine. Some cleavage, sure. 
But when it's just there just to be in your face, I fucking hate it because it's like, bro, I'm trying to watch something, not trying to jerk off here, you know? Yeah. So I hate anime when they just throw that in your face. It's like, I, it's not what I'm watching here. I, you know, I don't go watch Spongebob to get aroused. I go watch Spongebob to see what stupid shit he's going to do. I'd be afraid if you watched Spongebob to get aroused. Exactly. I'm but not, I mean, also, Spongebob isn't trying to arouse you. Yeah. And I don't watch Gravity Falls to be like, oh, yeah, you fucking, you stroke that pickle, Wendy. Like, I watch it to, to enjoy the adventure. So when they throw titties in your face just to be like, oh, I'm going to bring in a little bit more merchandise. It's like, get that fucking shit out of here. Uh, speaking on that same topic, there was actually an anime that I checked out from last season because I was like, hey, there's, there's a girl here. It's got it's got some big titties. I'm going to see what that's about. It's an anime called Plunderer. I got an episode and a half in before I was like, wow, this is too shitty. I'm done. It had like every possible trope, anime trope in it. So the main dude is this like, Supposed to be like a like a pervy like hermit dude wears a mask, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this girl who's like, oh, I have to find the you know the the greatest hero in all of the land to help me with whatever the fuck. Uh, and of course, it turns out to be him. And then eventually, the mask breaks off, and suddenly he's like super swole, badass, suave, awesome, uh, mega hero that's crazy powerful and can fly. But then he he goes back to being like, yeah, I'm just going to like lunge at people with giant boobs and fucking dry hump them on the ground yeah. in my off time. No, Whereas it's like, what shit. are you? It, it did not feel like it had a direction. Like what kind of anime are you trying? Is this is this an action anime? Am I going to expect dudes punching dudes? Or is this like, you know, supposed to be like a pervy thing? It just felt so all over the place that I was like, I'm done. I can't watch anymore. This isn't worth my time. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many people are like, dude, you should check it out. It gets really good at the end. No, if I got to yeah. wait for it to get good, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. The one anime that I felt, like, at first, I really liked until I, that's when I started, like, you know, I fucking hate when it's just titties to have titties in there or harems. I hate harems, even though we have a friend that I love loves harem harems. I dislike I, say harem. I love harem anime, but there are harem anime that I do love. Yeah, I dislike not- harem. If you don't know what that is, harem is just one person either male or female and they're just surrounded by the opposite opposite sex and they're just the main focus so like if it's a dude he just swimming in pussy there's like six girls that are trying to bang him at once and it's always they give you variety so it's not the same girl just different color you know, of hair. it's always the the different stereotypes. Yeah, of girls you know, you got your though. preppy girl, you got your moody girl. So all that, I hate that. You Even got that the, girl that's like, no, I don't want you, but does. Yeah, I hate harems like that. Like, I don't mind it if it's a little bit, but when it's like, bro, you just you're just swimming in sex juice. Like, do you wake up and just throw sex juice cologne on, walk out the door, and be like, yep, it's time to start my day with almost getting molested. No, I'm trying to I leave think- the door. I think that was one of the things that I liked about Goblin Slayer is because they it almost seems like they start to go in that route. Right. Where it's like, I'm going to put. All right. So there's this main girl. He's going to she's going to be right there with Goblin Slayer. There's this elf chick. She's going to be right there with Goblin Slayer. There's this like big titty nun girl. She's going to be right there with Goblin Slayer. Sword maiden. Yeah. And the entire time he's like 
fuck off. I just want to kill goblins. Yep. Like, I don't care. If you're going to follow me in, great. I could use the help. If not, fuck off. I'm going to make ice cream and eat, like, eat it and then go kill some goblins. Bro, that was the perfect time to say it's time to, he'd be kicking ass and chewing bubble gum. And he's all out of gum. I mean, basically, yeah. And which is weird too, because that that anime I remember when it first came out got a lot of heat because it was like, oh, there's straight up a rape scene in the first episode. But like, a, I'm gonna go on record and say it wasn't that bad. No. And B, Dead Tube is way worse. It made sense. Yeah. I I wouldn't say that it was like unnecessary because like you're told constantly that like goblins are very low level. You know, they're very weak. Very whatever, you know, monsters. And so it's kind of like, well, then why should I follow a person whose only motivation is to kill these guys? And then you you find out that like, yeah, they're relatively weak, but their behavior is disgusting. Well, I don't I don't I think that scene was just mostly meant to be like, hey, this isn't going to be Sword Art Online. This isn't going to be Dragon Ball or it only had some things kind of happen like, no, that in. From where I've, I'm reading that manga, so I keep up to date. It's just setting up the world where things could happen and you might not like it. Because that, that shit happens in real life. You know, yeah. you walk down the street, you don't know what's going to happen. So that's, I think that's why that scene was there, just to let people know, hey, you know, this could happen. could not happen, you know. It's up, it's up to us. You're just along for the ride. Yeah, and then it does give motivation to the uh, the character to go along with Goblin Slayer because, like, the party she was with all got murked like immediately. Yep. So like, I, I thought that, that was a really good way of them handling that. I mean, it's, it's not the best subject, no, but that was all. probably the, the best way to go about handling it. Cause like, if you're just sort of told like, this is what they do, then it's like, okay, that's bad. I know that I have the intelligence to know that that thing's bad. But when you see even just a little bit of it, you're like, Oh Fuck. Yeah, that, and you also know if you're fucked up or not. If you can sit there and be like, this is terrible, then you're a normal person. But if you sit there and you're like, yeah, you get that goblin. Oh, God. You know there's something wrong. You're you're one of those people that just, I would would look out for. Mm. If I was stuck in a room with you, I don't know. Be looking a little sideways. Yeah. I'd be clenching my butthole for damn sure. Okay, so moving on from that subject to uh, a different, completely different one. Uh, one of the animes that I've been watching recently uh, is A Slice of Life. Uh, it's called Tamayami Baseball Girls. And it's about these girls who play baseball in high school. And it's pretty fucking chill. Like, I dig it. It's 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 Slice of Life. So it's, it's straight up just like, all right, here's, you know, their day-to-day. Yeah. Also... I forgot to mention when I brought up Slice of Life earlier, a lot of Slice of Life animes or mangas typically revolve around high school. It's always yes. high school students doing their normal day stuff. It's either going to be high school students or somebody who just got an adult job. Yeah. Like, it's never going to be like, you know, this This is fucking Henry whatever. He's been a software developer for 40 years. Yeah, it's Because never- that guy's in, like life is, A, it's going to be pretty you know, already in its flow. So it's not going to be as interesting. Mm. Um, and then B like is an older person. So it's going to be harder to relate to for the audience that these animes tend yeah, to. Yeah. Cause they're, for. they're in that high school age. 
So they're not elementary school, because elementary is always like, I'm going to go catch some Pokemans, mom, I'll be back. <laughs> or, you know, I'm going to save the world. I'm just your average teenager, but I'm buff as fuck for whatever yeah. reason. It's like so, I'm yeah. 14 and I can bench 500 pounds. Yeah. But that, but mostly slice of life typically revolves around middle school, late middle school to high school. Well, I would say middle school to college, because I believe Orange was also them in college. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Um, but no, uh, Tamiami baseball girls straight up, just like these two girls were friends when they were kids. Um, couldn't really play baseball for a while. Got into high school This baseball club. They start playing baseball together. A bunch of other girls join baseball and they're just out there occasionally, you know, hitting some balls and going through life. Um, I don't know if it's just me. But it seems like the implication is that one of the main girls wants to bang the other main girl. What the but fuck? Like, I mean, in sort of like a like a like a you know like a sort of high school crush way, you know. No, it kind of seems like I never once thought to myself like, "Hey, I'm gonna bang one of our friends just because I like them." But I mean, have you ever had a friend that you were like into? No, that's probably why. I guess I can't relate. I yeah. guess I'm the weird one in this room. <laughs> In this walk-in closet of ours. Oh, God. No, but um, it's it's just, it's a really soft, really nice anime. And it's it's one of those things where, like, I, I can't binge it. I can't, like, sit down and watch, like, hella episodes at once because it's, it's just, it doesn't have that flow to it. But, like, you know, get myself a sandwich, some Cheetos, sit down, you know, watch some of that while I'm eating lunch, and, like, I'm relaxed. Another uh, anime that I've been watching or that I watched that was also surprisingly good was an anime called Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, which sounds ridiculous. Yeah, the, the title was too long. A, it's yeah, that. But then also like all of the a the title and then the marketing material. Um, It all makes it sound like or look like it's like a like a really horny anime. Because all of the promotional material is like the main girl in a bunny suit, like the Playboy bunny suit. Um, it's like not at all the kind of anime that it, it says it is because it revolves around this like world where everybody has these issues or some people have these issues that very much like manifest themselves physically. And it's just. This main character meets this girl who, for some reason, is invisible to everybody else. And then he has to help her work through her problem. How can he see if she's invisible? Because he's got, like, a thing where he can see the people that have these problems. So she's a ghost? No, she's real. It's just that, like, the disease that she has makes her invisible to everybody else. It's a narrative thing to, like... You know, instead of it being like, oh, this is what she feels like on the inside, um, we're going to take 40 episodes to explain that. It's just straight up like, this is how she feels on the inside, so we're just going to make it, you know, in in exterior thing as well. Um, and so he's got his own problem. She's got hers. He goes. He helps her out. She feels better about it. And then they just go on helping out all of these other people that have these varying problems. And that is probably one of, like, the nicest, most, like, feel-good anime that I've seen in a while. Even though sometimes it does kind of make you feel like shit. The the happy parts are, like, really 
happy. And it's just well, like. Well, that's what slice of life is supposed to make it's you just feel. It's nice. You're supposed to feel good. Heartwarming. It's, 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 I, re- I highly recommend it. It sounds like a dumb anime, but it is very, very good. Because if a slice of life anime doesn't make you feel like holding a bag full of baby pugs, then they're not doing a good job. I mean, I guess you get a point. Uh, some of the stuff that I've been reading, switching over to me now, is, you know, I'm just your tip. But a lot of the popular ones, like uh, One Piece, I'm big One Piece fan. I always keep up with it. Just read the newest chapter last night because it popped up last night. And just things are getting crazy if you keep up with One Piece, at least in the manga. I don't know where they are in the anime. I think they're they're still in the same arc, just, of course, the manga's a lot further on. But I know they're in Wano Kuni, because that's where we're on now. But I'm not going to talk about the manga for the fact that this is an anime podcast. And I don't want to spoil stuff for people who... Or only anime watchers, because I know that is a big thing. Yeah. In the anime world, it's either you're on the left side with anime, or you're on the right side with manga, and then you have the few in between there. Like I I watch both, I don't care. <laughs> because I'm definitely more on the manga side, but I'm I'm not gonna discriminate if you just decide to watch stuff. I get it. You know, you don't wanna sit there and wait week well, you have to wait either ways, but you don't have to look at panels. But I definitely, I'm not one of those elitists that's like, no, sub only. If it comes out in dub, I'll watch it. If it's only in sub, then it's only in sub. But there are some things that I would rather watch dub than sub. Like One Piece is one that I hate listening to the dub. I'm so used to the Japanese voice actors that when I listen to the English ones, it just hurts my soul. Like when we went to go watch that Stampede movie, uh, I think one yeah. of the reasons that I disliked it was because we watched it dubbed. Even though I watched film Gold in dub too, I'm just so used to the Japanese voice actors that to me that sounds normal. But then there's other things like Dragon Ball Z, which I cannot watch subbed because I'm so used to the English voice actors. I'm used to Goku sounding like a man compared to a high-pitched girl in the Japanese sub. Cause I know like Goku and there, I just cannot do it when he's powering up, when he is yelling in the sub versus the dub, it is huge. You think that someone might've put a special effect on Goku when he is yelling to power up when it comes to the Japanese sub. And it's just like, no, I can't do this. I'm too used to a manly deep voice <laughs> than a, you know, girl, doing like a higher pitch voice for Goku, even though he's supposed to have it because he is based off Son Goku. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense for that. <clears throat> but another one that I also keep up with is My Hero Academia. Still caught up on that. That's probably my second favorite manga to read after One Piece. Of course, I'm not going to get into what's going on in My Hero because I know the anime had to put on halt because of the whole you know pandemic yeah. that's going on. So I won't really talk about what's going on in the manga in case anyone listens for anime only, but it's good. It's not as good as One Piece, but it's still good in my opinion. Another one that I brought up earlier already, Dead Tube. Did not recommend that one at all. The stuff that they go into in there just really messed up and not just I'm going to kill my neighbor or my best friend kind of way. Just deep, 
like what the fuck is going on kind of shit. Definitely not something that you would want to read if you were uh, not the best mental health wise. No, not no. Because no. I've I've seen a little bit of dead tube. Yeah, and uh, I'm not. It's very. It is thought provoking, but it's kind of like when you think. As long as you come at it like this is hella fake, but then you have to think about it like the person who wrote this probably thought about like there are some people who are like this. Yeah, there are people that are messed up, and it just kind of shows you. At least it shows to me. It's like, dude, if people can be this messed up. Like, goddamn, you always got to be on guard no matter where you are, not just in the area that we live in. But yeah, that that one. I would not recommend, uh, or at least if you check it out, just don't, don't do it if you have a weak stomach. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, another manga that I finished a long time ago, but sure, I really like where it goes back into the stuff that I like about dudes punching dudes and you know gore and stuff is Gat Zero. I know they have a Netflix movie, yes, and it is it is gorgeous. Yeah, it is so good. It if, is one of the best like because it was a cg movie yes and just some of the best cg that i've <clears throat> ever seen it is super nice there are movies coming out now that don't look as good no hell no the same with the final fantasy 7 movie advent of children advent children yeah that was so good and that came out like what 2007 2010 somewhere around somewhere there. around there yeah and it still looks nice especially i think netflix had the director's cut so they add a little bit more stuff to it but um, Gat Zero, that was one of those mangas that I picked up. And at first I was hell into because it's dudes punching aliens and shooting aliens. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you shoot that alien, bro. But that one also had heavy material, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of sexual crimes again. Mm-hmm. And like, if it kind of seems that I'm into that stuff, it's just like, no, I did not expect that to go down like that. We're just like, fuck. Because in, in Gats, in case you don't know, it... it it's a a special unit uh, that takes on alien, like unknown creatures from Earth. But the only way you get in it is if you die the night before it happens. So, you know, just random people die. There's even animals. That, for whatever reason, there's animals in there. I know mm-hmm. there's like a dog. I want to say at some point there's like a panda or something. But I can't remember because I read this years ago. But at some point, there is a kid. Mm-hmm. So it's sad to think it's like this kid died and now he has to kill aliens. If not, he dies again. Yep. And this time it's permanently. And then when you find out his backstory, dude, it makes you feel so bad. But that's one of the things that I do like about those gory anime, those very violent anime or mangas that they are there for the shock value. But if the person is good and writes the character good, it just makes you feel so sympathetic for the character because that little kid, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you're going to look up the manga, you're going to do it because there's no anime for it. Yeah. And the Netflix movie only does a very short arc. But this little kid ends up dying because of child abuse. Mm-hmm. And it's hella sad. And his last memories before he gets zapped into the room is the superhero. Like he reaches out to the little superhero drawing that he did. And he's like, oh, save me, whatever, man. I forgot his name. And one of the characters, one of the other guys, he's a karate dude and kind of looks like him. So the little kid automatically goes, he's like, oh, you saved me. Like, you saved me, you saved me. You know, thanks for saving me from this abusive family I had. And they're just like. But he did. He just died. Yeah, he just died. But at the same time, like, 
eventually he does manage to get out. They both managed to get out. And the, the dude was like, I'm a karate bro. I don't have time for you. Like he, he straight up Ryu from street fighter yeah. where he's going town to town fighting the best martial artist. But because of the, the circumstances for this kid, you know, he find he, he does take him in and he does protect the kid at some point. And even the kid protects him. Mm. Like he gets messed up. I think he loses his arm. And the little kid goes and starts fighting the aliens because he was teaching him a little bit of karate because that's what the dude does. And they wear suits that amplifies their physical attributes. So even though he was like an eight-year-old, he was as strong as like a regular man. So these little aliens are just getting their shit kicked in. But that's one thing that I do like about the violence of is that if they do, if they use the violence in a good way, then it just shows like... We're not as all fucked up as we are, like as we seem yeah. as a human race. Yeah, no, I I get that. Um, <clears throat> now, I think last thing before we close this out, there is uh, speaking on uh, the kind of anime that you were just talking about. Uh, have you ever watched Doro Hedoro? Doro mm, or something no. like that? No, that's you're talking about the one about the motorcycle chick. I think so. No, uh, uh, Doro Hedoro is a, um, it's an, it's an anime, uh, about this dude with a lizard head who's, um, Oh, is that the one on Netflix? Yes. No, yeah, I saw that on Netflix, but I didn't click it because most of the time Netflix likes to show weird anime, a lot of furry anime I've noticed that they're- Oh, because they did Beastars. Yeah, not just that one. They did some other one that- Brand New Animal. It's something like that. And I was like, bro, what is up with Netflix just doing To be this fair, stuff? the only one of those that is like a straight up furry one is Beastars. Because that one's straight up like, this rabbit's going to bang this wolf dude. Whereas like Brand New Animal's like an adventure thing. Um, and then Doro Hedoro is a, uh, um, it's supposed to be like, uh, it's another post-apocalypse thing. But um, it's this dude with a lizard head who... Uh, lives in this world where there's there's basically like two planes one where regular people are regular human bros and then sorcerers and they both kind of look the same but there's different things um and it's just like this like weird dark fantasy crime thing where he's just popping into uh actually do you are you aware of what uh the Kowloon walled city was is Mm, uh, that sounds super familiar. It's like an actual place. Yeah, I can't remember. It, it happened here in the United States, right? No, no, no. The no. Um, basically, it is a uh, a giant city with a bunch of walls around it. And actually, uh, you watch Judge Dredd, right? Judge Dredd, yeah. You know, you know, like the mega cities. Yeah, kind of like that, except shittier. And this is an actual place. Um, and the uh, city that he lives in is called The Hole, and it's based off of the Kowloon Walled City. Um, and it's super crime-ridden. And he's just going through this town, um, blasting people in the face. It's this whole crime thing that plays out amazingly. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm watching it now. And it is it's gory. And it's a little bit gory for the sake of being gory in the same way that like a Tarantino movie is. Yeah, that's not bad. But uh, um, yeah, no, as far as like actual like gore goes, there's very little that I would say is is like excessive. Um, but it's solid. It's really fucking good. 
And that is one that I would I would definitely say that if that's the kind of anime that you're into, fucking watch it because it is it is a very good example of that kind of anime, and I highly recommend it. But uh, given that, I think we're gonna go ahead and uh, end the yeah. episode now. Yeah, that's... I, I think we've we've done a pretty good job of explaining what I'm into, what you're into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and going from here on out, um, we plan on doing you know just the, the new animes that are coming out. We got the list for the fall season that's fall coming out season. in October. So uh, we'll also go over the um, anime that's that's currently on this season. Since a lot of that just started, I think we're on like episode maybe like three or four, four or five of these episodes uh, at the time of recording. Yeah, because because uh, the whole pandemic, everything yep. got shut down, which makes no sense to me. It's like, bro, they can animate from home, but whatever. I mean, it might be a different structure yeah, over maybe. there. But it, uh, we're moving forward, you know, plan on going over the animes that are coming out, kind of give you a quick summary of it. Yeah. And basically. just kind of tell you or give our opinions if it's something we should keep an eye on. Because, you know, there's like you mentioned earlier to me not in the podcast but in real life that all these animes come up but there's only a handful of them and they're good oh yeah no for sure i would say that like out of every seat like in a good season maybe a quarter of them are gonna be anime that you you actually want to keep up with yeah because uh um it's not necessarily that everything else is garbage but generally speaking the audiences for anime are so widely distributed that um, most of it's not going to appeal to everybody. Yeah, It's going to appeal to the audience it's trying to get. Mm-hmm. And then also some of them are just anime that have, you know, they're like, like second, third, fourth, fifth seasons of anime that have been on for a long time. And if you miss the first one, then it's just such a, a drag to get yourself to, you know, catch no, up. Not even. That's how you are with One Piece. Even though One Piece has been going on for was it now like twenty three years, twenty two years, whatever it is, dude, I didn't even I haven't even watched uh the newest season of Food Wars because I fell off of that season three, and and yeah, even just that little commitment of like I've got to watch that much to catch up, not into it. Think I'm done. Damn. But that that's the plan moving forward. Going over what we think is. Going good, definitely going to be talking about one because that's going to be ongoing. Oh, yeah, for sure. So definitely going to go more into depth on one piece or well, wherever the manga is because or anime is. So I have no clue because I have not watched the anime in three years, four years. But uh, that that's the plan moving forward. So if you're interested in hearing what we have to say, even though we're no ones. You know, at least we can give you a quick summary of like, hey, maybe you should check this one out when you got a spare time. Yeah, yeah. Basically, just gonna be covering uh, all the anime that comes out. Um, occasionally, some uh, some of the anime games coming out. Yeah, some of the and games. And then, uh, unfortunately, convention season isn't a thing this yeah, year. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd be covering that as well. Yeah, the Crunchyroll fanime. Oh wait, no, Crunchyroll is doing a virtual. Oh yeah. Convention. So we um, may talk about that. Yeah, Crunchyroll has good panels. That- yeah. The the actual convention is not as good as Fanime, at least when it comes to buying stuff. Yeah, but if you're like really, really into the anime, like you want to know what the voice actors are doing, then Crunchyroll is definitely better. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because last year when we went, when they had uh, the My Hero cast, I hated it because it was the dub, but 
it's still good to be like see the people, you know, interact yeah. with them. So I guess we can do that. Yeah. They even had Junji Ito. Yeah. That, guy's, that dude's awesome. That guy's okay. That dude is very cool. He tries too hard to be the next Lovecraft. I think at this point, Ito's written more than Lovecraft has. Yeah, but he's not as cool as Lovecraft. Yeah, I mean, a lot of his stuff is based off of Lovecraft, so. Even though he was hella racist. Everyone was racist. It was like 1920-something. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Even for his time, Lovecraft was like, bro, come on, chill. To be fair, Lovecraft got less racist when he uh, moved with his girlfriend in, to, New York. to New York. But not, he did and he didn't. He he got less racist, but then he was like, these fucking immigrants. I mean, I guess you got a point. So he, he, he did and he did That's not racism. That's xenophobia. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, I guess. But um, not just anime games. I guess we could do gotchas too if anyone gets interested in gotcha games because I play them. At least try them out. Give you a, you know, at least a five-minute summary. Like, should you do it or not? Because a lot of them are just not. They just want the money. Dude, I've been playing uh, Shadowverse and Raid Shadow Legends, which is not an anime game, but I'm exactly the kind of person that that is geared towards. Yeah, so anything anime-related, we'll cover movies. Yeah, just everything anime-related, we're going to be on top of it. No, try to. There's so much of it, though. So if you want to hear our opinions on stuff, you know, just tune in next week. Hopefully we can have something else recorded for you. Oh, no, for sure. This is going to be a weekly thing. Yeah, weekly. So, yeah, until next time, uh, thanks for listening. Yep, this is Sal from the Nakama Podcast and my co-host. Cruz. That's it.